What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
<clears throat> Yo, good evening, USA, Canada, worldwide, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Stand Island, Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, the misunderstood lonely nomad, YouTuber, creator, host with the most, the independent. Unstoppable podcaster and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now listening and rocking with the 146th episode of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast, live and direct from StreamYard, YouTube. And alongside myself is the Instagram live feed. So make sure you turn your notifications on Instagram as well. And make sure you follow the show on the gram as well. So, um, so yeah, without further ado, make sure you go ahead and catch up on the latest episodes that's already uploaded and posted to the YouTube channel page on G Money Stacks 555. Um, tap that noni noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live streams, more postings, more uploads. Um, leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and the topics that's being discussed. And, of course, um, stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Um, tell a friend to another friend. Download these episodes. Don't forget to rate five stars. And, of course, I will go over the Austrian platforms on the go at the end of the show so um without further ado in honor of mental health check-in awareness month um we're gonna start with um mental health check-in right here let's do this now as far as how i'm doing mentally physically and spiritually you ask um i'm pretty sure i am um i'm doing all right um for the most part mentally mentally um mentally i am um i'm a little overwhelmed with the whole life insurance thing but i'm not going to get into too much of that right now but you know overall um for for the week right now it i am basically doing okay physically and spiritually um i'm basically doing all right so there you go right there so um now you don't have to wait every year for um mental health awareness month of may and mental health day to actually reach out to somebody um and and to basically show some love by reaching out to them it's all about following it's all about following your um your mind your soul your heart your um your instincts and of course, having the confidence to actually, um, you know, reach out and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. And you don't necessarily need to pick a time frame on when is a good time to reach out to somebody. It's all about you. You know what I'm saying? It's all about you. So you don't necessarily have to do all that extra shit. So there you go, right there. Um, I don't know what's going on with this thing. Give me a sec. 
Um, so because to, because this is Mental Health Check and Awareness Month, today's topic in honor of Mental Health Check-In segment is going to be about ADHD. So I'm going to give you um, a better understanding about it. So listen here. Um, first and foremost, let me just say, oh, what up, Robbie? <clears throat> yeah. Um, so what's ADHD, you ask? It stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. It's one of the most common mental disorders affecting children. ADHD also affects many adults. Symptoms of ADHD include inattention, not being able to keep focus, hyperactivity access, assess movement that is not fitting to the setting, and impulsivity, hasty acts that occur in the moment without thought. An estimated 8.4% of children and 2.5% of, of adults have ADHD. ADHD is often first identified in school-aged children when it leads to disruption in the classroom or problems with schoolwork. It is more common among boys than girls. Symptoms and diagnosis. Many ADHD symptoms such as high activity, difficulty remaining still for long periods of time, and limited attention spans are common to young children in general. The difference in children with ADHD is that their hyperactivity and inattention are noticeably greater than expected for their age and cause distress and or problems functioning at home, at school, or with friends. ADHD is diagnosed as one of three types, inattentive type, hyperactive, impulsive type, or combined type. A diagnosis is based on the symptoms that have occurred over the past six months. Inattentive type is six or five for people over 17 years of the following symptoms occur frequently. And this includes um, doesn't pay close attention to detail or makes careless mistakes in school or job tasks, has problems staying focused on tasks or activities, such as during lectures, um, conversations, or long reading, does not seem to listen when spoken to, um, does not follow through on instru instructions, and doesn't complete schoolwork, chores, or job duties, has problems organizing tasks and work. Um, for, for instance, does not manage time well, has messy, disorganized work, misses deadlines, avoids or dislikes, dislikes tasks that require sustained mental effort, such as, such as preparing reports and completing forms, often loses things needed for tasks or daily life, such as school papers, books, keys, wallets, cell phone, and eyeglasses, is easily distracted, 
forgets daily tasks such as doing chores and running errands. Older teens and adults may forget to return phone calls, pay bills, and keep appointments. Hyperactive, impulsive type, six of the following symptoms occur frequently. Fidgets with or taps hands or feet or squirms in seat. Not able to stay seated. Runs about or climbs where it is inappropriate. Unable to play or do leisure activities quietly. Always on the go as if driven by a motor. Talks too much. Blurts out an answer before a question has been finished. Has difficulty waiting his or her turn, such as while waiting in line, interrupts or intrudes on others. Um, older teens and adults may take over what others are doing. There is no lab test to diagnose ADHD. Diagnosis involves gathering information from parents, teachers, and others, filling out checklists, and having a medical evaluation to rule out other medical problems. The symptoms are not the result of a um, person being defiant or hostile or unable to understand a task or instructions. Now, the causes of ADHD. Scientists have not yet identified the specific causes of ADHD. There is evidence that genetics contribute to ADHD. For example, three out of four children with ADHD have a relative um, with the disorder. Other factors that may contribute to the development of ADHD include being born permanently, brain injury, and the mother smoking, using alcohol, or having extreme stress during pregnancy. Damn. Treatment, um, behavioral therapy, and medication can improve the symptoms of ADHD. Studies have found that a combination of behavioral therapy and medication works best for most people, particularly those with moderate to severe ADHD. Therapy, behavioral therapy focuses on managing the symptoms of ADHD. For children, treatment usually consists of teaching parents and teachers how to provide positive feedback for desired behaviors and consequences for negative ones. Although behavioral therapy requires careful coordination, it can help children learn how to control their behavior and make good choices. Adults with ADHD may benefit from psychotherapy. Um, and from behavioral strategies that improve structure, structure and organization. Um, medication. There are two types, main types of medication for ADHD, stimulants and non-stimulants. Stimulant medications are highly effective treatments that have been safe, safely used for decades. They include... Um, 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 met, methylphenidate, methylphenidate, and 
amphetamines. As with all medicines, children taking these drugs must be carefully monitored by their parents and doctors. Two non-stimulant medications, um, um, a time, a time accident, a time and and have also been shown to be effective in treating ADHD symptoms. These medications are alternatives for those who do not respond well to stimulants, or if a non-student, it no non-stimulant, non-stimulant is preferred. Um, some children experience dramatic relief of symptoms with medication, and this relief continues with ongoing treatment. Other children may experience only partial relief, or the medication may seem to stop working. A change in medication or adjustment in in in, in dose may improve the response. Other children and families may benefit from additional um, therapy specific to problem behaviors. The National um, Organization Children and Adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder notes that many adults report that medication helps them gain more control and organization in their lives. Parenting. Children who have ADHD tend to benefit from structured routines and clear expectations. The following may be helpful. Make make clear schedules. Maintain routines. Make sure instructions are understood. Use simple words and demonstrate. Focus on child when talking to him or her. Avoid multitasking. Supervise. Children with ADHD may require more supervision than their peers. Maintain communication with the child's um, teacher. Model calm behavior. Focus on effort and reward good behavior. ADHD and the school-aged child. Teachers and school staff can provide parents and doctors with information to help evaluate and learning problems and can assist with behavioral um, training. However, um, um, school staff cannot diagnose ADHD, make decisions about treatment, or require that a student um, take medication to attend school. Only parents and guardians can make those decisions with the child's physician. Students whose ADHD impairs their learning may qualify for special education under the um, Individuals with Disabilities um, Education Act or for a Section 504 plan under the Rehabilitation Act of 1973. Children with ADHD can benefit from study skills, instruction, changes to the classroom setup, alternative teaching techniques, and a modified curriculum. ADHD and adults. Many adults with ADHD do not realize they have the disorder. A comprehensive evaluation typically includes a review of past and current symptoms, a a medical exam and history, and use of adult rating scales or checklists. Adults with ADHD are treated with medication, psychotherapy, or a combination. 
behavior management strategies such as ways to minimize distractions and increase structure and organization and involving immediate family members can also be helpful too so that was your mental health check-in segment um topic for adhd um so let's see um all right we got two we have two people we have two people to um that just passed away so we are going to go into um the most the most the most common one that i've been seeing on the instagram timeline was in regards to um in regards to kevin samuels um Oh my gosh, what the hell? So, hang on a second here. Okay, so. So let's see, let's see, let's see. So this is, um, is Kevin Samuels dead confirmed? So let me see. We're having, we're having to Kevin. Um, Kevin was experiencing chest pain on Thursday after getting this news. Social media got overloaded with rumors about his death. His mother denied those rumors, and she requested everyone to pray for them. A woman from Samuel's um apartment called nine one one when he sobbed about um chest pain. She was trying to help him, then he fell off. When police arrived, he was unresponsive, wounded, and was getting CPR. Samuel was 53 years old and was sent to a Piedmont Hospital for further procedures. It's Kevin Samuel's dead. Unfortunately, an answer to, the, to this query, query, query is yes. Things were kept secret after going to the hospital and people were only playing guessing games. But finally, on a phone call after requesting everyone to pray for them, Kevin's mother notified everyone that he was no more. After analyzing his lasting situation, he might be suffering from cardiac arrest or something related to the heart. But the causes of his death aren't known yet. And the medical... um. Um, department is processing the postmortem um, reports. Will review the exact reason for death for death soon. Why is Kevin Samuels dead? Trending. Kevin Samuels was a franchise YouTuber, both positively positivity and negatively. Um, many men found his relationship advice solid and reasonable. At the same time, women, specifically black women, used to call him Lito for depicting women inappropriately he wasn't married till 56 and was a perfect um relationship advisor many said that his advice was harmful and misogynistic so we can say that social media is showering negative comments on his death all these comments and controversies were were made this topic trend um where is he now um, a popular and controversial YouTuber is in, in Atlanta now. 
Kevin Samuel's mother confirms everything with NBC News. The influencer died in the Atlanta region itself on Thursday. His mother spoke to the news channel and confirmed the news by him by herself. As per many sources, plenty of black women took a, a sigh of relief. He's always targeted black women in his YouTube videos, which triggered women. He's he is still known for his contentious wooing guidance and announcements about black women as a concluding thought a prominent youtuber relationship and lifestyle advisor has died the causes behind his death are unknown but his mother entrenched everything via phone call so the answer to is kevin samuel's dead confirmed it is yes all the gathered information regarding this controversial topic is based on internet research um, of course, <clears throat> you can you can click here to know more and comment down your favorite video of Cameron Samuel. Um, yeah, so that's our P to um Kevin Samuels and stuff. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, okay. So let me just say let me just say this though. Um, so love him or hate him, right? The other day or two days ago or three days ago, if you will, when I saw this, um, and someone made a post in regards to how, you know, people are basically celebrating in relief that he's dead. Like, that's crazy to me, man. And, you know, um, And, you know, and this is where I actually uh, segue to T.I., who actually was um was actually calling out idiotic people. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get into the T.I. situation, too. So hold on. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So. All right. So. So this is according to the source website. Um, and this is where T.I. comes in. Um, okay. During his life, um, hold on a second. During his life, Kevin Samuels was a controversial figure online and his death. Samuels was, excuse me, has been attacked for his viral opinions. In response, T.I. hit Instagram with a demand to let Samuels rest in peace. Um, and he says the shit is fucking a is fucking a travesty of justice. Ti said, "I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I ain't gonna let y'all bully this dead man. We we gonna let this man rest in peace." Tip added, "Whatever he did, he did it and gone. He got away with it. Fuck y'all. That's between him and God. Him and the Lord gonna." have to deal with it you ain't got a you ain't got no heaven or hell to put him in um previously ti shared an image of kevin samuels walking to the gates of heaven looking back and delivering a message and of and y'all still fat and average you can see the past you can see the post here <clears throat> you know what yeah he's right though man T.I. is right, though. I have to really say, though, um, 
it's pretty it's pretty crazy how a lot of people are just um it's crazy how a lot of people are just just having negative negative things to say about a person or whatever but it's like okay so you hate the guy for for targeting people with his opinions and all the other shit i get that but damn man like the man's dead man like seriously seriously grow the fuck up man seriously just grow the fuck up man um and speaking of growing the fuck up another person that passed away um is Archie Eversole. Yeah, I remember Archie Eversole when he had that um when he had that um song um We Ready, right? Um <laughs> I'm not gonna say the lyrics on here because you know I don't want to get flagged. So so um anyway, so let's get into this. Wait a second. So let's get into this right here. Um, wait a minute here. What the hell? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on a second here. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, so Archie Eversole was known to hype up a crowd with his 2002 anthem, We Ready. His life tragically ended at age 37 after he was found with a gunshot wound at a, a Chevron gas station in Atlanta on March 25th and then died in the hospital on April 3rd. His brother, Alexander um, Cross, age 41, was arrested at his home. At his home. Um at his home near the gas station initially on assault charges that were then upgraded to murder per daily mail he's currently being held at um DeKalb County Jail without bond according to online court records here are five things to know about Archie who rose to fame after his early arts track kept fans energized and stadiums booming. Although Archie is known for his deep Atlanta sound um, style and roots, he was actually born in Germany on July 26th, 1984. While his military parents were stationed in the country, he wasn't there for too long. However, as the family then moved back to the states and settled in college park a neighborhood in um atlanta where archie was raised he became a well-known figure not only in the region but in the club scene as well rappers who had who have been violent violently attacked or killed see these pics so this is crazy man um i'm not even gonna get into this um archie's career really took off in 2002 with his smash hit we ready featuring bubba sparks the track was a song of his first full-length album ride with me dirty dirty south style which he recorded when he was 17 years old the record was first released by an independent label 
Fat Boy Records and Break Bread Productions in 2001, but later um, released by MCA Records in 2002 when it peaked at number 83 on the Billboard 200. We Ready notably um, contained a sample from the 1969 theme song, Na 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 Na, Na 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 Na, Hey Hey Hey. Kiss him goodbye. <laughs> oh wow. Hold up. <laughs> oh shit. Although it it only reached number 64 on the Billboard Hot RB and Hip Hop Songs chart. It was popular in the club and also proved to be popular in the sports world as the perfect hype song for both athletes and fans alike. Hmm. As the song's popularity grew, especially for sporting events, it was then included in promotional material for the National Football League. It was also played during home game matches of the Major League Soccer Club Atlanta United. In addition, to, in addition, the Kansas City Royals adopted the song as their anthem for their 2014 MLB postseason um, campaign. More Ever no moreover, excuse me. The rapper was chosen in 2018 to create the theme song United We Conquer for the Atlanta United Soccer Club team that competes major league soccer. Um before his death, Archie shared some often cryptic or mysterious posts to his social media channels, causing fans to wonder what he was going through or what the messages signify, if anything. In an, in an Instagram post shared just days before the shooting, the rapper shared a photo of the message. You can't fuck up. You can fuck up a whole bond by lying to someone you could have told the truth to, along with, with a grimacing face. Call me hand and shrug emojis. In addition, he shared via he shared a Twitter post shared by the comedian Lil Duvall in February, about a month before his death. If you feel like your friends is supporting strangers more than they support you, then become a stranger. The post read with the caption, hashtag message. Although his death was tragic, many have shared their condolences um, and well wishes remembering his soul with love in a statement issued on Thursday and the Atlanta United team who worked with the rapper noted how heartbroken they were to learn of the death. A staple in the Atlanta hip-hop scene, Archie adopted Atlanta United before our first season and continued to be one of our club's most fervent supporters. The team said... On Twitter, in addition to his decorated musical career, his voice will long live in our supporters' minds as we ready billows through the speakers for kickoff at Atlanta United marches. In addition, numerous tributes poured out for the rapper on social media as former NFL quarterback Robert Griffin III posted, the man who gave us we ready, the greatest game day anthem ever he pa has passed away at age 30 like 37 years old rest in peace archie ever sold 
prayers up to his family and loved ones. Fans in Atlanta also shared their condolences, posting photos with Archie, who often mingled with sports fans in the stands at Atlanta United Games. Rest in peace, Archie Eversole, absolute man of the people, one user wrote. All right, so there you go right there, man. Um, Sleep in paradise to Archie Eversole, man. Um, he was, he was, he was one of the, um, one of the few people who actually, um, who actually will be, um, remembered for one of the greatest, um, one of the greatest anthems we ready. So it's just crazy though, man. Yeah, I know. I know what it's like to lose people because it happened to me, but I'm not going to get into too much of that shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah. Um, all right. So let's let's try to lighten some shit up. Actually, hold on a second. Actually, hold on a second. I didn't get a chance to. Yeah, let's let's go to the. Uh, oh, my gosh. A woman jump in front of the, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're gonna get into that right now, man. Um, okay. Um yeah. So um we're gonna get into chatting on the jazz right now, actually. So so this is chatting on the jazz right here. Um your mom. Okay, okay. Um, the main topic for today has to do with a woman who basically jumped in front of a train. Why? Hold on. Why you ask? I'll fill you in. So, according to the New York Post, a woman is clinging to life after she jumped in front of a midtown Manhattan train during the morning rush Friday, cops said. The unidentified woman was observed leaping in front of a southbound M train at the 42nd Street Bryant Park Station around 8 a.m., authorities said. Huh. She was rushed to Bellevue Hospital, where she is listed in critical condition. Police said. I'm sorry about that. Um, sorry about that. Um, yeah, this is this is nuts, man. And then after the incident, B, D, E, F, and M trains were running with delays in both directions. The MTA said in a tweet. So that's just a little quick. Um. Um, that's a little quick, um, story actually. So let's get to, yeah, I want to get to, hold on a minute here. Hold on a second here. Okay. We got to talk about this cooner, this coonery of Chris Rock, man. We need to talk about this shit though. But before I get to that, before I get to that, let me get to the other thing. Okay. Um, 
This has to do with the escalators in the Bronx that's out of service. So let's get into this right there. So, okay, Misha Griffin relies on the Park Chester 6 train to get her to City Hall for work, the last stop on the 38th station service line. But Griffin said an out-of-service escalator under maintenance until late May at the elevated Parchester station performed has been a major hurdle for patrons who rely on it for everyday or, or accessibility use. It's a damn shame, to be honest, said um, Griffin, age 42, um, a, a municipal worker. Hold on a second. Um, okay. Um, yeah, a municipal worker. Um, it's a big station, and the alternative when the escalator is down is to hike up three or to four flights of steps. I have bad knees and joints. I can't do that every, every weekday without being in serious pain. The Parchester station isn't the only Bronx escalator that is non-operational or down for repairs. As the borough has had the lowest performing escalators in the MTA system since 2021, with those escalators lagging behind peer boroughs. Um, from March 2021 to March 2022, the performance rate of Bronx Transit escalators has dipped from 91% operationality to 80% system-wide, which consists of the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Queens Transit escalators operate at a 96% clip, according to MTA dashboard metrics. Um, Joanna Flores, an MTA spokesperson, told the Bronx Times that four escalators, including one sited at the Pelham Bay Park, Pelham Parkway, and Intervell stations are out for capital replacement, with the latter having returned back into service on April 27th. There are plans borough-wide to upgrade escalators at most Bronx stations, according to the MTA spokesperson. Uh, the Bronx only has 12 escalators within the MCA transit system compared to 34 in Brooklyn, 44 in Queens, and 185 in Manhattan. In all, NYC um, transit, including um, Staten Island, is in charge of 233 escalators and 294 elevators with $810 million dedicated for transit escalator replacements in the 2020-2024 capital program. The MTA is committed in, to um, improving escalator reliability and availability throughout the transit system. Thanks to the MTA's historic capital plan, work to replace the majority of the Bronx escalators is well on the way with four under construction um, right now. Um, but for strap hangers like um, Sharif Thompson, escalators and accessibility at Bronx stations have always been an evergreen concern as he feels Bronx stations are neglected by the transit authority. 
I mean, we'll have escalators out for months, and guess what? They usually don't. They usually won't work any better than they did before they were shut down. Thompson said. Currently, 131 out of 472 stations are ADA accessible citywide, or less than 28 percent, according to MTA's most recent figures. The the Bronx has 70. MTA stations, but only 15, roughly 21%, have a full have full ADA accessibility, which is the lowest in NYC. The city, in their reporting of boogie down transit escalator breakdowns, found that the escalators and borough stations recorded 1,640 outages with unscheduled breakdowns, according for accounting, excuse me, for 86% of those outages in the Bronx. It seems like the Bronx get the raw end of the deal more often, said Jessica Murray, who advocates for improved transit system accessibility through the Rise and Resist Elevator Action Group. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's really crazy. I say get get your shit together and fix those escalators in the Bronx, man, because people rely on the accessibility of this of the escalators so people don't have to use the damn stairs. Like get your fucking shit together. All right? That's that's all I'm going to say right there, man. And speaking of getting your shit together, we're going to get into the coonery motherfucker Chris Rock. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker, oh my gosh, man. Okay, so this is according to Hip Hop Wired. The intense moment between Chris Rock and Will Smith at the Oscars won't leave the minds of many for years to come, but the comedian isn't running away from discussing it. During a surprise guest appearance at a recent Dave Chappelle comedy set, Rock called the retired rapper the softest nigga and work to ever rap. Oh, man. Okay. So, um, as we shared last week, Chappelle was nearing the end of his set at the Netflix is a joke festival and thanking his guests and fans when a man rushed the stage in an attempt to tackle the comedian to the floor after a tussle, the man identified as Isaiah Lee was beaten by a security team dared to project Chappelle. Lee, who apparently carried a vendetta against Chappelle, suffered a number of serious injuries. Um, Rock was invited to was invited on stage while the two talked about the attacks they suffered in the public eye. Um, at least you got smacked by someone of repute, Chappelle said to Rock, who sat next to him. I got I got smacked by a homeless guy with leaves in his hair. Rock said in, in response, I got smacked by the softest nigga that ever rapped. The slap incident Smith has endured halts to some of his upcoming films and was hit by a 10-year ban from the Academy. The Philadelphia native was seen in public recently but did not 
offer a statement to the press. And I can say I, I'm gonna I can say this though, man. So what I heard um basically recently, the re, I guess the Chappelle actually talked to Isaiah Lee, and this was to supposedly um supposedly bring attention to his grandmother who got evicted due to gentrification. But I'm like, in my head, like, I'm confused. What does, what does that have to do with attacking Dave Chappelle on stage? That has nothing to do, that has nothing to do with that. Let me say this, let me say this again, though, man. Let me say this again. Attacking Dave Chappelle on stage has nothing to do with the gentrification of your grandmother who got evicted sorry to hear that that you went through that but on the uh, in the same token like you have to understand something man what you did was wrong you know what i'm saying what you did was wrong like why in the hell would you what even possess you to do this shit and 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 as far as like the motive behind it like you know <sighs> the, Look, I'll say this there. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this though. The Dave Chappelle incident is a different circumstance than the than the fucking Will Smith incident of Chris Rock getting slapped. These are two different circumstances and different locations. And I feel that it matters because you have to understand where the setting took place. And that's the reason why I brought the setting. The setting does matter. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, <sighs> Chris Rock is a fucking idiot. He's a fucking coon. The same coon who actually, you know, said to um, an individual who basically who basically said that um that it is that it is okay for a white person to pretend that he's black, which to me, it's just, to me, it's just, it's just the amount of fuckery going on right now. And, 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 and another thing, Chris Rock is black too. Like, what the hell, man? Like, seriously, like, I'm not going to listen. This is crazy. And I wasn't really a fan of his movies anyway, because his shit sucks. And the, and the part about how um, he said to Dave Chappelle was that Will Smith, I felt like this wasn't really funny. It was not funny at all. That shit was not funny. The G.I. Jane 2 shit was not funny at all. I'm sorry. I felt like it was in, in poor taste and, of course, inappropriate. I'm sorry that others feel a certain way or whatever case scenario may be, but at the same time, man, like you, you can't defend you can't defend somebody just because they're a comedian. Just because you're a comedian does not mean you are um invincible to consequences like the trouble you're gonna get into. So I just wanted to say this though, man, and you know, a few podcasters may have talked about this, but you know, I wanted to say my piece though, so and see where I stand. So that's just me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. 
you know, I'm ready to actually flush this. You know what I'm going to do with this story? I'm going to put this in a fucking blender right now, man. Let's put this in the fucking blender, man. All right, and now for the flushing. All right, um, all right, so, um, before I get into the next one. Um, give me one second, folks. I'm going to be right back. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. I had to use the bathroom real quick. Um anyway. Um All right, let's get into another topic. Um entitled this fucking um anyway, man. Um anyway, so of course, many of you who are familiar with the TV show um Snowfall, right? Many of you are probably wondering what the hell's going on with that one right there. So I actually want to get into it right now. So, um, okay. So this is according to the Hollywood Reporter. 
Um, so FX will bring its drama series to a close in 2023. The Disney-owned cable outlet has renewed Snowfall for a sixth and final season to air next year. The announcement comes as the show's fifth season, currently the most watched drama on FX, enters its excuse me enters its home stretch with the finale set for April 20th, which already happened, co-created by the late great John Singleton, Eric Amadio, and Dave Andrin. The series chronicles how crack cocaine became a key part of the drug trade in the 1980s, focusing on a young dealer, um, Damson Idris, in, in South Los Angeles. FX par- first partnered with the legacy legendary writer director late great john singleton and the rest of the creators team six years ago to pursue their vision for an ambitious powerful drama about the explosion of the crack epidemic of the late early 80s and said nick grad president original programming at fx today as the fifth season of snowfall reaches new heights of acclaim and viewership there is no question that this series has become an fx classic drama we are thrilled to order a sixth season that will enable dave andrin walter mosley and the rest of the producers to bring snowfall to a climatic finale showcasing the brilliance of everyone involved from stella from the stella cast by um dancing idris to the writers um directors artists and crew um, <clears throat> let me see. Okay, said Andrew, who serve who serves as showrunner, to tell a story worth telling with creative partners you respect and admire at a network that supports you throughout and allows you to end on your terms. That's the dream. I am so grateful to everyone at FX from John Sing- from John Landgraf on the on down and to the entire snowfall family for helping us get there if only john singleton could be with us for the end um season five of snowfall is set in 1986 when franklin saint and his family have become rich beyond their dreams and are going on the verge of having everything they they've ever wanted just as the ground starts to fall out from under them as crap becomes a national story and targets of law enforcement. I couldn't imagine telling this story anywhere but at FX, said Idris, who is also a producer of Snowfall. I'm incredibly proud of the history we have all made, especially the impact Snowfall has had on the culture. Very rarely does a TV show get to the sixth season mark and saying goodbye to Franklin Saint will be heartbreaking. But the family and relationships I've made on this journey will last a lifetime. I know John Singleton is looking down, smiling proud. Um, Singleton, Andrin, um, Thomas, um, 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 Thomas, um, Slame, um, Amadio, Michael London, Trevor um, Angelson, Leonard Chang Mosley, 
and Julie DeJour, DeJour executive produced Snowfall with Idris serving as producer. The series comes from FX Productions. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I kind of fell out of watching Snowfall because, you know, I felt like some of the stories were like, you know, a little all over the place. So, didn't really do too much of that. So, I'm not even going to really hold you on that one. I'm not going to hold you. So, um, we're going to get into, yeah, let's get into... Oh wait, let's get into let's get into the Jeopardy thing. <sighs> wow. So um recently on the New York Post, um who who is the better host? Matia Roach, who sprung to Jeopardy stardom by becoming the first G Zen mega champion, has cast her vote for who should should be the show's permanent. Um, host between Mayim Bialik and Ken Jennings. She also weighing in on criticism she's received about the way she plays the game. I would say Ken because of his history with the show. The 23-year-old contestant, hold on a second. Yeah, the 23-year-old contestant from Toronto told Vulture of her pick to replace longtime host Alex Trebek, who died in 2020. As a contestant, there's something really about something really special about being on stage with the greatest player of all time. Someone who understands in very um, visceral way what it's like to be in your position. Mayim is fantastic, but she doesn't have the same experience, Roach concluded. Um... Because of Roach's unique facial expressions um, and thinking aloud during the game show, Dave Devout Jeopardy. Fans have also speculated that she's doing that to distract other contestants. The notion of my comments being distracting either to the viewers or the players. I was like, huh? You don't have time to think about weird mind games, she said. I would never want to be deliberately distracting to another player because it's so unsportsmanlike. I like to think it didn't have that impact. People, according to Roach, have deemed her strategy too casual and have said she's playing the same way she play along with you know, a long while at home on the couch. I remember saying to a friend, I'm not going to court. I'm not going to a job interview. I'm going to a game show, she said. Yes, it's intellectual, and that's one of the most special things about it. But I respected the institution by playing the game really well. I'm enjoying myself a lot, and that's why I played the game that way. Roach. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> has now made history in the show's Hall of Fame after winning 22 consecutive games. 22 consecutive games. Wow. Making her the fifth best player in history. But even as an esteemed champion, her strategy was bad. She still admitted. 
I probably should have played a lot more strategically, she added, saying she played with a risk-aversion tactic. I would describe my strategy as loss minimization rather than gain maximization. I was never somebody who would buzz in on clues and then think of the answer. But clearly something is working. She won. Um, Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. She won in approximately $534,984 in prize money, which she will be putting towards her student loan payments. I'm going to continue being really boring with money she said most of it i'm going to sit on for a couple of years and hopefully when i'm more settled in the longer time i imagine it'll help me buy a house her on-screen behavior has brought her both wins and negativity it's something she excuse me she attributes to her youthful age, admitting she plays quite different than what she's what's been seen before from past contestants. Anytime you have a generational shift of new people coming of age, conversations about how no, excuse me, conversations happen about how they are shifting professional norms. It's not entirely negative, she said. Adding that something new or different will take time to get used to, but a critical conversation about how I present myself on the show alludes to the fact that the way I behave is somehow unprofessional or not respecting the institution. As a valiant as her efforts are, she still has to defend her abilities online, even taken to Twitter to debunk viewers' critiques. Many have made note of my colorful, colorful facial expressions while playing Jeopardy, she tweeted last week, along with a photo of her younger self at a spelling bee. Here is proof that I come by it honestly have been making weird faces for a long time. So, yeah. In fact, her colorful expressions and gestures have attracted fans too. While they have received more hate than love, she revealed to Vulture that her wrist has received fan mail. There's a lot of queer people specifically who have been fans of the Way I move my hands and bodies, said Roach, who is part of the LGBTQ plus community. It's not something I thought about at the time I was taping, but it's fun to see the support from that community. Regardless of how she perceived or plays the game, there's one thing of which Roach is certain. She just wants to have fun. My experience taping the show is some of the most fun I've had in my entire life, she gushed. When I was actually on stage, I was having the time of my life. I didn't play differently as my run went along. I was already making side comments and being animated in my first game. <sighs> well, um, let's see. Yeah, this is, wow. This is crazy. I never, I don't I never understood why and what was the purpose of that though. But this is this is crazy though, man. So 
hold on a second. And I think there's certain people that were upset about um um people are upset with the Jeopardy contestant. Um Matia Roach. Let's get into um the reason why they are, are upset about this. Wait, Matia Roach, okay. So hold on. So um end of the Jeopardy of the Roach Jeopardy fan stun after champ Matia Roach loses historic winning streak just by one dollar of on insane final round. Well, here's what's here's what's happening here. Um Jeopardy fans have been left stunned after 23-time champ Matia Roach's historic run and it's night. For the 23-year-old champ from up north, it all went south in a one dollar upset that fans called insane. Um Canadian tutor Matia, who have fans who, who fans have watched and win a wild 23 straight games, the fifth longest streak on Jeopardy ever, with five hundred and sixty thousand nine hundred and eighty-three dollars. In total earnings was finally outmatched on Friday. She lost to Daniel Maurer, a Georgia marketing manager in a final jeopardy that fans couldn't manage to believe. Ken Jennings hosting this week and who many viewers want to score the respected gift for good. Watched it all conclude in an insane final round. It all came down to $1 in a shocking closer that left the contestants and hundreds of viewers speechless. Matea, who was in the lead with $19,200 heading into Final Jeopardy, wagering $3,601 and did not respond correctly, while Danielle, who had $11,400 going into the round, wagered $4,200 and did provide the correct response. Matias' wager set her just one dollar under, and she lost the game by exactly that much. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. <laughs> um, the final Jeopardy category USA was about the international airport in Daniel's um hometown of Georgia. The response being Hart Hartsfield, um Jackson. Ken even joked on air that the question must have been not so hard for her as she as he anticipated how fans would feel. Even spoke on the highly consequential last clue. The questions are written months in advance before we know the con the contestants. He professed to viewers. <clears throat> Hold on one second. Okay. 
So Danielle stood there stunned after she was crowned as the new winner and fans buzzed in online feeling the same, if not fuming over their set. That was BS. Okay, short for bullshit, folks. Um, Matea Roach lost by $1 on hashtag Jeopardy tonight because they gave the new champion, a woman from Georgia, a final clue about Georgia when fam- uh, fumed. According to the to that POS, Ken Jennings clues um, are written months in advance. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Yo, wow, this is wow, this is crazy, man. Um, <laughs> another note on the unbalanced um statistics, Matea 18 correct. Um, three incorrect. Daniel, six correct, one incorrect. A third wrote, Mark and Ken's speech. Remember, our questions are written months in advance. Ha ha, okay, Ken. While many more simply appreciated Matias, um, historic streak, one writing. Damn, what a great run by Matia Roach on hashtag Jeopardy. <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. <laughs> Love watching her. Can't wait to watch you on the TOC. <laughs> oh shit. This is so fucking hilarious here. <laughs> However, even more felt it was a hurtful way to go. Matia Roach got screwed. Screwed over the final Jeopardy. Ken hand-fisted explanation will rational of the timing of the clues notwithstanding. Sure, looked like a Canadian super champ losing to a USA um, clue gift wrapped for a native Georgian was curious. That being said, a final Jeopardy earlier this week was about Matias' hometown with the correct, excuse me, with the correct response being, um, oh, Canada. So the flag of advantage was waved both ways. The youngest super champ in history, Matias, hand-tossed her way to stardom this past month, and the sun has covered her entire run. Matia's greatest hits. Matia won her first game on April 5th and exclaimed her student loans are paid off. Setting the tone for her unexpected and unconventional yet deeply watchable streak. Since then, she won enough to pay off more than that. 560K total. Some of her games have been runaways, but others have made for the best episodes of the show in decades. Last night, she scored, she scored a cinematic cinematic comeback with a final jeopardy about Citizen Kane. And earlier, she won a feverishly close one by just $1. 
Critics may have knocked her quirky, quirky stage presence, seeing her openly voice her wager strategy, but she buzzed in at a 91% accuracy rate, according to Jeopardy Daily Scores. Her other memorable moments, including saying a signature wrist flick, I should have wagered more after a daily double she wasn't feeling. And who could forget when Matea near the end of her run shared a Q&A story she'd been holding close to the buzzer. She once sang back up in a music video with the legendary musician of Rick Roll fame, Rick Astley. Are you Rick Rolling North America right now? Ken asked in response. Clearly a fan of music during an earlier Q&A, she also revealed her seven tattoos, including two leg tattoos dedicated to the band The Talking Heads. Whoa! The Talking Heads! <laughs> oh! Oh, shit. This is so... Wow. Just wow. So I have under both of my knees on one leg, I have seen I have seen as it ever was, and on the other leg I have how did I get here both from the song once in a lifetime she explained. I have seven tattoos, good for Matea. Knew I liked her. Hashtag Jeopardy, another fan wrote relating to her. Finally, one of her most memorable games saw her final answer. No, excuse her answer, final Jeopardy along on the stage with just Ken. Due to a technicality during April 20th's game, two first-time contestants entered final Jeopardy with negative scores, so they didn't even compete. Well, in an extremely rare move, the show returned from commercial with two long-running champs, Ken and Matea, on stage alone together. Has that ever happened before? Another wondered. Two chips score a friendship. The famed alum known for his winning streak of 74 games in 20, no, excuse me, 2004. To be exact, yeah, 2004, the longest ever seems to be a fan. Often, when the something pierced on um, bespectacled Gen Z Coops player buzzed in correctly, can simply replied good. And when Matea um, shared an offset celebration from LA's In and Out. Burger on Twitter, Cam replied on Twitter and wrote, If this is the in and out on Venice, I've been going here after Jeopardy off and on for 18 years. Solid choice. Meanwhile, her family in Halifax, Nova Scotia, has hosted watch parties nightly, which include custom custom candies with Matea's face since it all began. And she's now arguably a house 
hold name for anyone with cable. It's not the last we'll see of Matea. She'll be joining other super champs this season. Um, Matt Amadio, Jonathan Jonathan Fisher, and then 40-time champion Amy Schneider, who recently visited the White House for the Tournament of Champions in November. Much like Ken and James um, Holzer, Hazuier, um, and many Jeopardy big wigs have big careers after their runs. So, since Matea is only 23, the world is her Canadian oyster. Mayan Bialik and Ken started filling in as temporary hosts after Alex Trebek's tragic death in 2020 and an assembled cast of guest hosts in season 37. Ken began with an average of 9.2 million views, surpassing Will Fortune and Mayim, who subbed in soon after the average her viewers at a low of 5.7 million. Many prefer Ken to take over full-time as did Matea quite candidly in a recent Vulture interview. Um, I would say Ken because of his history with the show. As a contestant, there's something really special about being on stage with the greatest player of all time. Mayim is fantastic, but she doesn't have the same experience. After 23 wins and 24 regular games, which the Sun has covered from the beginning, it's bittersweet to hand wave goodbye, goodbye um, to Matea. Um, let's see. Yeah. That's interesting, actually. Um, you know, if I see any more updates in regards to the permanent host or whatever, I'll be glad to bring it, bring it to you on the New York podcast and the new segment that I am going to premiere in episode 148. You have to stay tuned for that one right there um, called Remains to be Seen. It is a new segment based on, you know, the updates on particular stories that I previously talked about. And and I will actually get I will actually get that off the ground as soon as I finish recording episode 147. So there you go right there. Um, so congratulations to Matea. Um, no, Matea Roach for doing, um, a long run of 23 games that she won, man. That's, that's pretty dope, man. Yeah. Um, so, right. So this is pretty cool. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about here? Um, yeah, we're gonna get to ice tea. We'll get to ice tea, man. You know what I mean? Um, all right, so we're gonna get into that right now. All right, so ice tea, right? Let me see how much time I got here. All right, so okay, so hip hop dx website. Um Ice T sat down with Jimmy Fallon on 
the, the Tonight Show Thursday, April 21st, and was asked to offer his opinions on some of the world's most conflicted topics, like whether it was better to mute or block someone on social media, whether slow walkers are more infuriating than slow talkers, and whether PlayStation is better than Xbox. He was then asked to cast his vote on the great of all time rap album and ice t went with a classic so he he said in quote i'll say paid in full by eric eric b and rakim he said of the duel's 1987 debut that was the most influential album to me when i was making my album he continued i'll say fear of a black planet by Public Enemy will be a close second, and then Straight Outta Compton by N.W.A. would be top three. But each one of those albums had a lot to do with influencing me as an MC. But when um, I heard Rakim, I had never heard any nobody rap like that, and it was so many hits on that album. Get paid in full, you will bang it all the way to the house. The Rap Trailblazer also released his iconic debut, um, Rhyme Pays, in 1987, but the veteran lyricist recently had to quell an online troll who questioned his hip-hop legitimacy. I see really has zero joints, but he's still a hip-hop legend, said a user on Twitter. That's amazing. Dude isn't a is an overall 48 player rating. Um yet he found the Hall of Fame. The questionable statement spawned Im immense pushback from rap, rap fans, including Questlove and journalist Tariq Nasheed. But when Hip Hop DX spoke with Ice T, he had no idea his name was being dragged through the mud. I had no idea what happened, he said. But if you've played the game right, your fans will always hold you down when some clown ass tries to dish on the low. I may not be in anybody's top five, but I've taken hip hop for a ride. I hope others get to enjoy. Thanks for, thanks to all that fuck, all that fuck with me. Yeah. Um, Air B and Rakim, that's actually, you know, that's kind of like a wise choice though, man. You know what I'm saying? Like whoever thought that um whoever thought that um that I ever hear Eric B and Rock came from the and I'm pretty sure a lot of you may know um the song Know the Ledge from the from the um Juice movie soundtrack. Um so yeah. I say that's pretty interesting and that's pretty dope though that he chose Eric B and Rockham. That's an interesting choice right there. So Anyway, so we're going to get into, let's get into, um, let me see. Um, so we're going to get into, let's get into 13 hip hop albums. Um, before, okay, before we even get into that, we're going to get into the recent new music that happened on Friday. So, the first full week of May is coming to an end and bringing with it 
a slew of new projects to explore this weekend. Of course, kicking off this edition of New Music Friday is industry darling Jack Hollow with his second career offering in Come Home, The Kids Miss You, a star-studded affair um, which enlists help from Drake, Lil Wayne, and more. The sounds of super producer um, K-Tronada are also on full display this week with the release of Simple, a collaborative effort with DMV rapper IDK. We also explored the cheater. (laughs) The cheater. Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> YSL rapper Little Got It <laughs> Yo, Little Got It <laughs> Listen <laughs> Listen man Listen I'm always going to run Listen, I'm going to run into You know you know, The hilarious names that I never heard of before I'm always going to run into that But look But look though man Like look Like I said before, man, in the previous episode, I don't have time for hypersensitive motherfuckers, okay? I really don't. So I'm just going to leave it at that, man. And I digress from that shit, so you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Anyway. um, <laughs> Yeah, Little Goddard's latest release, as well as new music from LMA, Raheem Devon, and Pink Saifu. Also featured in Sabrina Claudio's based on a feeling in YNWB Slime's GOAT. Keep reading for the internet internet's best roundup of new albums below. So let's get a look. So Kentucky's leading rapper Jack How Jack Hollow has the unprecedented unprecedented gift to stay constant constantly in the middle of hip-hop's discourse after plenty of anticipation come home the kids miss you hollow sophomore album has finally arrived boasting the ultra viral first class um hollow's first hollow's latest also features a wide slew of guests from little wayne and pharrell to drake and justin timberlake hollow's debut album that's what they all say was a valiant entry into hip-hop a project which spawned big hits such as what's poppin and tyler hero but also fell victim to stretches of banality hollow fans are hoping that the growth the young rapper has experienced over the last two years will reflect um well on his second album and uh let's see idk and k tronada um k tronada the dance influence producer who has worked with the likes of vic mensa mick jenkins um quell chris and more has teamed up with london-born maryland raised rapper idk uh for simple Coming in short and sweet at eight tracks, simple may be bite-sized, but it packs a punch. 
helmed by Denzel Curry, assisted dog food, a percussion forward tale about late night business dealings. Simple is infused with scores of lively instrumentals. Um, Katranada possesses the rare skill of making music um, simultaneously for a diverse audience. Their songs on Simple, which are pumped full of scent and design for dancing. Other tracks are introspective, um, beckoning a serious listen with an open mind. Um, but whatever type of sound he's creating, K. Trinata's production always is radiant, unique, and fresh. Okay, little got it. The cheater. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Atlanta rapper Little Goddard may not be the most commonly discussed member <laughs> of the Young Thun led um, Young Stoner Life rap crew, but he's constantly been releasing a quality output for years. Um, GTF, he opened he, he opening track to Goddard's latest album, The Cheater. <laughs> uh, perfectly sets the tone for the project. Clever and dexterous flows and high-intensity production. There are plenty of soaring heights from the cheater, but none are taller than when Goddard is rapping alongside his cousin and frequent collaborator Lil' Keed um, on tracks such as Now We Getting Money and Rich Shit, which also fetters Ty Dollar Sign. The features on the cheater are fairly predictable from Keith and Ty to Yat Gotti and Enchanting. Um, but there are there are also some unexpected verses from the likes of CEO um Trey Trey Lee and Tootsie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so LMA heart on my sleeve. UK singer Ella May has unveiled her new album, Heart on My Sleeve, a grand doise and sweeping collections of tracks which explores themes of unending, intoxicating love, trust, and learning how to be vulnerable. Signed to DJ Mustard's 10 Summers Records imprint, the R&B powerhouse's song, sound is always backed up, backed by exceptional production but doesn't fall victim to so many signees by sacrificing individuality for the label's boss my is armed with with a booming versatile voice and a penchant for creating timeless melodies which mirror the r&b greats she descends from nearly four years have passed since my released her um epitomous 2018 debut so fans should be thrilled with this slate of new music pink safu and young morpheus back bag talk over the past two years pink safu has transitioned transitioned from the from an underground rapper with boatloads of promise to your favorite rapper's favorite rapper the alabama born artist rise came through his work with Virginia MC Fly Anakin on Fly Saifu's 
as well as his solo efforts like Gumbo. <laughs> Saifu follows up the deluxe edition to Gumbo by reuniting with the Los Angeles-based producer and rapper Young Morpheus to drop a deluxe edition to their 2020 cult classic, Back Talk. Why you keep... See, I have a problem with the word cult, man. Why you calling it a cult classic, man? God damn, man. Shit. Like, seriously, why does everything gotta be a fucking cult, man? Just call it a fucking classic. God damn, man. Seriously. Seriously, man. That, that, that shit just got me a little irritated, man. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Um, Yeah, back talk. Rapping through the haze of chopped samples and distort, distorted, distorted since the two rappers unveiled nine new tracks, which feature um, Akai Solo, Chuck Strangers, <laughs> and more. <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm sorry, man. This is I, I just I'm I'm laughing at the the idea that everything that people are labeling as the cult class, like why why are you calling it a cult classic, man? Just call it a throwback, man. Call it a, call it a throwback or call it a flashback. Damn, enough of the damn cult shit, man. That shit has to that shit has to go, man. I'm sorry, but that shit has to go, man. <laughs> that shit has to go. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, Sabrina Claudio, based on a feeling, hailing from Miami, Miami Vice, Florida. Sabrina Claudio's latest is a testament to the singer's world-building abilities. Working closely with the the ethereal production handled by the likes of Blue Rondo and Stint, Claudio um, creates a deep and immersive project. There are exceptions, but the songs on based on a feeling are personal. Designed not for the club or social events, but for enjoying in solace, breaking apart the lyrics and getting swept away in the transcendent moods of Claudio creates. She she's been successful working with acts such as Pink Sweats. <laughs> <laughs> Black coffee. <laughs> oh, oh man, and Duckworth. Um, but Claudio is at her best while working solo. Um, able to fully explore the depths of her emotions. Raheem Devon. Um, from last till dawn. Um, Raheem Devon was birthed. In the classic sound of R&B acts like Jodeci, powerhouse singers such as D'Angelo and Marvin Gaye. The 47-year-old artist released his debut album, The Love Experience, in 2005 and has remained a leader of the classical side of R&B. 47? Hmm. 
Yeah, you know, um, you know what though? Let me let me let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. If two chains can continue um making music in his 40s, so can Raheem Devon. So, you know, let me let me just say this though, man. Actually, I've been um I've been actually peeping on one of the episodes of TMZ Hip Hop and what they was talking about um if if there's an age thing. Now, I'm going to actually post a question in regards to um if if you think that um hip hop has an age thing. Is there an age limit when it comes to when it comes to rappers? I'm going to post that on on the um shows podcast page on instagram after i get off the air so um so yeah um stay tuned for that question and i would like to have your feedback on on what you think if there's if it's an age thing when it comes to hit when it comes to rappers and hip-hop is it an age thing you know what i'm saying um we all heard the 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 um, most common word ageism you know what i'm saying um so yeah so I got y'all with the question. Make sure you guys and the folks out there that's listening and watching are ready to actually answer with your thoughts and talks by expressing yourself and how do you feel about it. So there you go. Um okay. Um okay. Um all right, so this is where I left off. Um yeah, the forty-seven-year-old artist. Yeah, I already read that part. From dusk till dawn falls in the same lane of so much of Devon's past work, emotive, soul-ridden, and tender. But what's so striking about Devon and from lust till dawn is how he's able to elucidate complex emotions in new, exciting ways, which pluck the listeners heartstrings with ease we couldn't end without doling out this week's honorable mention to ynwb slime for his latest project goat um okay okay um be on a lookout for that question um what else can we talk about here um what else can we talk oh Okay, 13 hip hop albums. All right, we'll get to that. We're gonna get to that, and then I'll let you know where some fun places to go after that. So, we're gonna get into this. So, let's see. Oh man, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, let me see. Just a minute here. Um, wait. Um, Hip hop albums so far. We're gonna get it. We'll get into that right now. Um. All right, hold on a minute. Um, hip hop albums. I'm sorry. Um, I thought I had that story, but let me just get to. I'm gonna get into it right now. I'm sorry about that. Um, Zach Harlow, 
Yeah, I thought I had it actually. Um, I'm gonna actually get to. Okay. No hip hop songs. I'm sorry, not hip hop albums. Hip hop songs. I'm sorry. Um, let's get into. Let's. Well, all right. I didn't get a chance to get to this, so let me just get to it right now. So this was from about two weeks ago, I guess. Um. Oh, hip hop albums. Let's get to. Let's get to that, man. Yes, hip hop albums. That's what I was looking for. Um. Okay. Um. Why is it not? All right. Um. Let me get a drink. Hold on. Okay, so best hip hop album so far. Um, May twelfth, no May second, excuse me. Published according to Hip Hop DX. Okay, so here we go. So far, twenty twenty two has been off to a hot start with some great hip hop albums, from the Never Agent Snoop Dogg to the long awaited Pusha T album and Vince Staples' latest. There is plenty of good music from a diverse range of artists. Hip Hop DX will be narrowing down the endless amount of music released during the course of a year to the essentials, providing readers with a list of the must-listen projects. Struggling to find a list of the hip hop albums that have been shifting the culture, take a look at our list of rap and R&B to get a complete survey of the projects that are dictating the conversation around hip-hop culture of course um need some new songs to throw in the rotation but spotify and user created playlists are way too long we we kept it simple and added only the best of the best songs from each month to make sure you get the songs you need without a hassle Pete the list below so listen Starting with Pusha T. So Pusha T had had an album that came out already. It's almost dry. Um, the guy who <laughs> the guy who had ground beef with um, McDonald's over a fucking fish fillet sandwich, which is <laughs> which is so fucking crazy right there, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when I heard this story about Pusha T having 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 a dispute with McDonald's and he's working at Arby's, I was like, "What in the hell?" I can't recall any rapper or any or any music artist who actually worked at a fast food joint, and I'm not. And I'm not laughing because because he's working at a fast food joint at Arby's. But but an argument, a dispute over a fish fillet sandwich 
and I covered and I actually talked about this episodes ago. So in case you didn't hear about that, you're more than welcome to actually listen to to that particular episode whatsoever. So, you know, gotcha. So anyway, so it's almost dry is the result of a paranoid new dad and quarantining from COVID-19. I wasn't going anywhere, Pusha Teach told Charlemagne the God in a recent interview with a twinge of anxiety in his voice. He went on to explain he tapped into his creativity to elevate his pen game. Pusha's um, writing has only sharpened after 20 years. The storytelling has become more um, meticulous and wit behind the bars heightened. The way Pusha the way push flips different t- different terms and definitions surrounding cocaine is almost mastery of the English language. Even though it lacks the bite of past releases, it's almost dry. It's a good rap record that delivers a few hard-hitting tracks. Some great production and bar-for-bar excellence by one of the best rappers in the game. Okay, learn to swim, Redville. PG County, Maryland rapper Red Redville isn't yet old enough to legally drink, but he has collaborated with the likes of Fly Anakin, Cash Dami, oh, okay, AG Club, Wakai, and more. His latest offering, Learn to Swim, uh, was birthed from the sounds of boom, bap, jazz and big band music reimagined by a young mind with an eclectic taste. Despite the wide range of sounds, Veil stands front and center throughout the track list. Um, There's a few features from the likes of Anakin and Sam Truth, Um, but most of the songs are handled solo giving Vale plenty of space to explore themes of maturity, resilience, and independence through music and life. What's most impressive, though, is Vale's confidence in himself. Whether he's barring um, his vulnerabilities for all to see or celebrating his hard-earned successes, Red Vale raps with um, conviction. Learn to swim is a definite statement from Red Red Vale. Um, positioning him to become a key leader of rap's next generation. Um, it's unequivocally one of the best hip hop albums of the year so far. Hold on a second, folks. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to turn it down because of the ice cream truck that's passing by. Um. Anyway, where was I? Uh, yeah. Where was I? Um. Yeah. Uh, hold on a minute. 
Okay, there's a few features from the likes of Anakin and Sam Truth, but most of the songs are handled solo, giving Vale plenty of space to explore themes of maturity, resilience, and independence through music and life. Um, yeah. And um, let me see. What's most impressive, though, is Vale's confidence in himself, whether he's borrowing his vulnerabilities for all to see or celebrating his hard-earned successes. Red Vale raps with conviction. Learn to Swim is a definite statement from Red Vale, positioning him to become a key sender of rap's next generation. Um, it's unequivocally one of the best hip-hop albums of the year so far. Rem Ramona Park broke my heart. Vince Staples. Okay. Um. On Ramona, hold on. Ramona Park broke my heart. Vince Staples transport transports the listener to the sunny and colorful locales of California to understand the realities of hearing bullets fly in the air around you. This album's predecessor, his self-titled 2021 release, was just as introspective, but with a much darker production tone from Kenny Beats, enveloping the listener in a wave of malarkey. Um, here, Staples creates a foil, musing with exhaustion about becoming disillusioned with his hometown over G-Funk era production and DJ Mustard Beats. Staples delivers each bar with clarity and weather experience, what resulting in his most salient showing of introspection yet. The last ones left, ESTG and 42 Doug. CMG stars 42 Doug and ESTG make the most of their proximity based partnership, producing natural chemistry and avoiding the pitfalls of cheap collaborative albums on their team up project. Last ones left. It's unclear Doug and EST didn't set out to hang on, hang on, hold on, folks. Yes, once again, I had to lower the volume because of the ice cream truck. So, um, forgive me for that. Um, yeah. Um, all right. So, where was that? Oh, okay. So, okay. So, it's clear Doug and ESTG didn't set out to reinvent the wheel. Their respective strengths which hinge on Doug's high-pitched quips and ESTG's um, gnarling threats, creates enough moments that bring satisfaction, setting the standard for what one-off duels should aim for in the future. Forever, the late great Fife Dog from A Charcoal Quest um, was only 45 when he transitioned on March 22nd, um, 2016 from diabetes complications, but despite his premature passing, the Charcoal Quest MC left behind an in 
indelible legacy thanks to classic hip-hop albums such as Low End Therapy and Midnight Marauders. On the sixth anniversary of the five-foot assassin's death, the Fife Dog Estate released his first posthumous solo album, Forever, a 13-track celebration of Fife's um, in it lyrical talent from the new york bloom bat of nutshell 2 featuring buster rhymes and red man to uh uh dear dilla um reprised with his fellow tribe um luminary q-tip the project swells with an undeniable 90s nostalgia hearkening back to an era where rhymes were dense and the beats were refreshingly simple Although it's an emotional listen, Forever um, cements five, five Dogs' invaluable contributions to hip-hop forever. S.I.P. Five Dog. Um, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future, Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry is the brilliant, brooding, anti-hero that rap deserves the 27 year old south florida native fifth studio album melt my eyes see your future finds him shirking the characters and disguises from his past lps and stepping into the limelight as a fully formed artist although it's it's his most introspective and vulnerable project it's not a 45 minute therapy session but it is the quietest curry album we have and the most inward facing he's still effortlessly um clever and occasionally furious but the somber moments here are competitive with his trademark gun no excuse me machine gun delivery at its best apart from the commanding lead the beats are diverse and excellent throughout and the few features he allows are universally <clears throat> well-picked and well-delivered. Melt My Eyes, See Your Future is a landmark in an already spectacular career. Time to talk for Benny the Butcher. In the three years since Benny and Griselda as a whole have more than come into their own, gaining widespread recognition. There have been a lot of projects in between, but there's something special about Time Talk, the 2004 series that started it all. Um, although the original installment remains lost to collectors, this is more than worthy follow-up to its predecessor, further solidifying his status as as pound for pound, one of the better MCs breathing. The album fits snugly into the Griselda music universe and makes it more challenging than ever to, to deny Benny the Butcher of his roses. Frank, Fly Anakin, Mutant Academy mainstay Fly Anakin's price went up last year with the Pink Safu assisted smoke bro smoke break um but it's on his debut solo album frank where he fully realized his vision for sample heavy neil boom bap 
a young rapper with a deep reverence for the genre's classics. Fly Anakin is an old soul at heart. He approaches hip-hop with the mindset of a purist, but without the fear of progress. The tone of his voice is rich and textured with a record-popping quality, and the beats he raps on features feature samples chopped in a 90s fashion. But he's not about sentimentality for a golden age. Golden age. He's he's about looking at rap's legends for inspiration or pushing the sound into untethered territory. Frank is near bulletproof with something for the rap purists under um um aficionados and casual listeners alike making for Anakin's um most compelling work to date. Snoot Dogg back on death row. Uh oh. It was a full circle moment when news broke that legendary West Coast rapper purchased the quality legendary death row records to celebrate the achievement. Snoop dropped B-O-D-R back on death row, which bolsters his already lengthy discography, though the album will be will also be released as an exclusive NFT. Fans will be happy to hear um, it's available on major DSPs. Now, speaking of Snoop Dogg, I actually saw somewhere in regards to him purchasing the Big Three basketball. I'm probably gonna cover it probably in either on this on this New York podcast right here or my sports podcast. Actually, you know what I'm saying? Um, because the Big Three basketball um basketball season doesn't start till June 18th, so um. I'm going to try to cover as much as I can with the big three and all that other stuff on my sports podcast. So there you go right there. So of course, um, next artist is, um, Conway, the machine. God don't make mistakes at the many false promises and projects in the meantime. We're finally getting what the, what best be described as an opus 12 songs in length. The LP features a lot of what fans expect. A family collaboration with Westside and Benny, um, John Woo Flick, um, Derringer beats and one or two outstanding features from Legends, with the with his detox finally in the world and his contra- contractual obligations to both Shady and Griselda met. It feels like a new beginning. <clears throat> Um, God Don't Make Mistakes makes it harder to argue that Conway isn't one of the best lyricists in hip-hop today. Yeah, I would have to actually say he is one of one of the best lyricists today, actually. I have to say this, though, man. I did listen to his music, actually, and I did try to get a better understanding on this song that I've been listening to that's on my playlist called Belugas. I'm thinking he's talking about sneakers. But, but you know, but you know, man, like, you know, you try to listen to it over and over and you try to get a better understanding of the story behind the song. So, you know, um, 
you know, um, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if there's if if I can actually reach out to people in who are hip hop heads and stuff like that who 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 are you know analysts when it comes to you know the story behind each song. So that's gonna be difficult, but I'll probably look for that in the in the near future. So I'm not ready to look for that quite yet. Um. Anyway, two alive. Yeet. Two alive. The follow up to Yeet's breakout project arrived to a sea of hype and high expectations. Um, hold on. Yeah. Um, though he didn't expand beyond the sounds of his previous work, Yeats latest is a masterclass in precision and knowing what the audiences craves. Excellent rap need not always be grand in in scope. Two live proves success can come just as easily through zooming in good artists make hits that's true that's that's very true man i agree great artists make moments um although too alive doesn't feel like a game-changing album it will have a large impact on on bringing rage music to the mainstream Already tracking to take over the Billboard charts, Yeet may take inspiration from the trap and SoundCloud icons who came before him. But his irreverent anthems um, have placed him in a particularly unique space, not not just a part of the movement forward, but hemming the change. Um, few good things, Saba. Few good things shatters the thematic and sonic expectations set by its predecessor. It incorporates a dizzy, dizzying mix of production styles, including neo soul funk and various hip hop subgenres, with production responsibilities from day day pivot and day out. Saba provides a transparent and comprehensive look at his life experiences he allows room for both vaunted celebration and rueful uh, mourning exemplifying the, the duality of the human condition with measured balance both captivating and endearing his reflective raps register as powerful and potent at every turn showcasing the storyteller at the peak of his abilities Okay, continuance, Currency and Alchemist. Currency and the Alchemist haven't linked up for a full-length tape together since the Carlton heist in 2016. But on their new offering, Continuance, um, the pair you reunite with such natural ease, it feels like no time has passed at all. Aided by AOC's smoky and dizzying Textures, Spitter, Andretti um, continues to exemplify an uncanny proficiency in woozy, nonchalant narratives as he held, no, excuse me, as he melds to the producer's hypnotic loopings. The New Orleans MC rarely deviates from the subjects he knows um, best. Um, 
but it doesn't matter much when he still raps with such unshakable authenticity after nearly two decades in the game. A few noteworthy friends such as Babyface, Babyface Ray and Baldy James join along for the ride, but their presence rarely shakes up the undulating energy of the tape, which m- mean there's um, along so breezily, it's impossible not to get lost in. DS Forever on um, um, Gunna. DS Forever is a new territory for Gunna. Don't know why he named himself that, though, man. <laughs> oh, shit. The album. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. The album features key moments of vulnerability paired with the usual bravado that hints at Gunner's evolution as a person and artist. The drip is highlighted, but he doesn't shy away from laminating over the times when life's tidal waves nearly drowned him. Gunner has expanded his um, repertoire in six years to include in-depth storytelling and grown comfortable in acknowledging his humanity. It seems he won't allow stardom to make him complacent, balancing um, improvements in so song topics and technical skill sick earl sweatshirt on earl sweatshirt's latest album sick he's um clairvoyant aware of himself and his surroundings now a father he's responsible for a life other than his own aside from newfound fatherhood the 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 bk gosetile gosetile is watching a world burn from the ground up due to police killing black people rights and COVID-19 placing society under quarantine for the last two years. The world has changed and he's changed along with it, but neither will ever be the same. For the first time, he's stepping out of the darkness that's kept him hitting throughout his career. The Odd Future alum closes the door on nearly a decade worth of guilt using his new album as a vessel for acceptance. Okay, Colors. NBA Youngboy, Never Broke Again. (laughs) That's another name that I can't understand. (laughs) Oh, man. One of the most divisive and fascinating um, uh, characters in all of hip-hop, NBA no, young boy never broke again. Kicked off 2022 with the sprawling and menacing colors. In many ways, colors is a typical offering from the young boy. Um, over it contains ballistic raps, blue sea crooning, and plenty of threats. But colors also hints at a less explored, vulnerable side of the Baton Rouge MC. Songs such as Emo Love, How You Been, and I Got This. YB is stripped of the bravado he usually boosts and lets the listener into the depths of his mind. But don't get it twisted. Colors is still loaded with aggressive anthems ranging from the explosive fish scale to the empathetic bring it on. And, of course, um, Face, Babyface Ray, 
Detroit owes a lot to Babyface Ray. The state of Michigan has been teaming with talent for decades, but alongside the, the likes of Rio, the Youngs, OG, Saturday Baby, and many others, Babyface Ray helped lead the scene into the mainstream. Face, the latest album from the Ice Cold Rapper, showcases Ray's um, love for wordplay and his lifting, no, lip, lip, lilting, lilting flow, lilting. Um, Not to be confused with the singer Babyface, folks. I know what you're thinking. That's not, that's not him. Um, Across songs such as the Icewear Vessel, Vessel, Assisted Six Mile Show to show to the smooth tones of Sincerely Face. Um, Ray raps masterfully about street escapades and the uh, spoils um, his success has brought him. Catching off kilter flows while gliding across production, which ranges from plug to muted drill. Ray proves he's one of the Midwest best. Um, and of course, um, Drew Kenji with or without you. Internet money's Drew Kenji follows the lineage of the SoundCloud rappers who came before him, such as the late great Juice World and Trippy Red. But the 20-year-old rapper continues to blaze his own path on his latest album, With or Without You, led by singles such as Finders Keepers featuring Scory. Kenji's quickly making a name for himself as one of the secrets, no, excuse me, one of the scene's most exciting artists with grand melodies and playful production with or without you is worth a listen. It can be really tough to keep track of all the great music from 2021. Luckily, we narrowed it down the list to only the essentials. Um, all right, so... Magic, Nas, and Hit Boy. Uh, most people have Nas in their top 10 all-time list, but the New York legend continues to rap like he has something to prove. It's rare in, a, in any field um, that someone 30 years into their career is competing at the highest level, but in 2021, Nas seems, seems hungrier than ever. <clears throat> Hit Boy and Nas have become one of the one of hip hop's most prolific duos, dropping their you know dropping three projects since 2020 and still have one on the way. Magic is nine tracks of nonstop bars over beats that seem to fit each flow perfectly. Nas' perspective on the current state of the game is always. Um, Interesting as he shouts out the New York drill movement and cosigns K. Dot, uh, Cole and Drizzy as the next generation's goats. Interesting you say that though, man. You know what I'm saying? It's very interesting you say that. Um, you know what? I'm just go down the list of things, man. I'm not gonna have time to read all the bios and stuff, so let's just go down the list of names here, man. So basically, okay, Fighting Demons, Late Great Juice World, um, Nardo Wick, who is Nardo Wick, uh, Balance Cho, Mac Homie, 
the yellow tape two key Glock, um, Hypernova, Cash Dami, um, Punk, Young Thug, Weight of the World, Maxo Cream, <laughs> um, a Folar Folarin, um, two Wale, um, Word, Atmosphere. Hitler's where Hermes eight side B West Side Gun. Um, sometimes I might be introvert, little Sims. Um, Bold Jackson, Boldy James, and Alchemist. Um, Gumbo, Pink Saifu. Um, Vince Staples. Um, still titled album Vince Staples. The house is burning. Isaiah Rashad. We were all alone in this together. Dave, call me if you get lost, Tyler, the creator. Uh, the life of Pierre, five Pierre born. Disco, Mike, Exodus, late great DMX. Um, you, you folks out there are more welcome to actually go to hiphopdx.com. For news and to find out the, the 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 best rap songs, the best hip hop albums of 2022 so far, best R&B songs and albums um, on there. So you're more than welcome to check that out as well. So um, let me get to um, let me get to ten things to do in NYC. Yeah, let's do. The, yeah, let's do that. Um wanna um let's get to hold on a second. Hold on. No, that's not what I meant. Um all right. Ten things to do. Ten things to do for the weekend that's coming up. Hey New York, you looking for something fun to do? I got some places for you to actually um, go to where you could have all the fun and blast with your family, your friends. You just name it, though, man. So I am here to actually guide you to um, some fun entertainment from May 13th to the 15th. So 10 things to do in NYC, which stands for New York City. This is according to amnewyork.com slash entertainment slash things to do amny weekender may 15th may 13th to the 15th so here we go starting on friday the 13th <laughs> which is obvious <laughs> friday the 13th <laughs> oh man not the movie man um, anyway, man, Stranger Things, the experience. Ready to explore the upside down? Stranger Things, the experience officially opens in New York City with a one-of-the-kind adventure to participate in. Guests can also hang out in out in the buyer's room, um, grab some ice cream at the Scoops Ahoy, and shop exclusive merchandise. Tickets start at $44 with group tickets options available. 
Um, hold on a minute. Let me grab that. All right. So tickets start at forty-four dollars with with group ticket options available. Bookings start at six p.m. Um, so the place is called Duggo Greenhouse, and this is located at sixty-three Flushing Avenue. Um, building two sixty-eight in Brooklyn. Um, nyunews.filmfestival. This weekend, students from NYU's news and documentary graduate program will highlight their films over the course of two days. After each film, there will be a five-minute Q&A with the director. This event is free to the public. Screening starts at 6 p.m. on Zoom virtual. Desert Fest, New York. Starting this Friday night, Desert Fest New York is a weekend-long festival that celebrates Europe's leading stoner rock collective. Tickets start at $45 for a killer lineup of shows that you won't want to miss. And the doors open at 3 p.m. And and the location is Knockdown Center, um, located at 5219 Flushing Avenue, Mavspiff. Queens, New York. Saturday, April, Saturday, May 14th. Introduction to bird watching walks. If you love bird watching, we have just the thing for you. Whether you are a bird novice or seasoned um, professional, you can enjoy a day out in the sunshine looking for local edit friends. It's free to join. Be sure to bring your binoculars. Um, and this is and the location is is at the Adubon Center at the Boathouse in Prospect Park, Brooklyn. Dig, plant, grow salad days. Salad days at New York Botanical Garden are here. Explore and learn more about the spring crops that are growing right here in the garden. Free with the cost of garden admission. Um, it starts from 1.30 p- p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Located at um, 2900 Southern Boulevard in the Bronx, New York. Jensen Museum Cafe by Chung Kwan Jang. Love Jensen. Sip on the country's only pure Jensen extract on tap right here in New York City. This must see unique cafe experience takes guests through the history of the high quality harvesting process of the ginseng root from the field tending process to when and how the root is harvested and the process of exactly how the root turns into korean red ginseng open from 11 a.m to 7 p.m located 315 5th Avenue, Midtown Manhattan, New York. Movies Under the Stars. Spider-Man No Way Home. Are you spotty senses tingling? Head over to the park for a screening of the latest addition to the West Slinging Hero Story, Spider-Man No Way Home. The screening is free to the public, but it's recommended that you get there early to snag a good viewing spot. 
Guests can bring their own refreshments, but glass bottles and alcohol are prohibited. It starts at 8 p.m. This is located. This is located at Eugene McCobb Field, East 120, 120th Street to East 121st Street, East Harlem. And finally, Sunday, May 15th, NYRL, excuse me, NYRR Open Run. Give your day an active start with the New York Road Runners. Join the runners on their weekly 5K run through Conference House Park and enjoy the beautiful scenery. It's free to join in the run, and walkers are also welcome. It starts at 9 a.m. at the Conference House Museum in Conference House Park, located at 298 Satterley Street, Staten Island. That just sounds too far, man. Screening of Coming to America. Catch a screen of the classic Eddie Murphy film Coming to America at the Museum of the Moving Image on Sunday. The film will be introduced by author and critic Jason Bailey, who will be signing copies of his book, Fun City Cinema, at the Museum Gift Shop afterward. Tickets are $15. $11 for seniors and students, $9 youth ages between 3 to 7, free or discontinued, $11 for MOMI members. Um, 1 p.m. is the start time, located at 3601 um, 35th Avenue, Astoria, Queens, New York. And last... Sunday School Comedy. Looking for a few laughs. Sunday School Comedy takes the best stand-up comedians in New York City, and they perform a hot new lineup every week as chosen by Ashley Gavin, best known for her hit podcast, We're Having Gay Sex. (laughs) What? Wait, 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 wait. We're having gay sex. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry, man. It's a little awkward for me, man. But, you know, a little awkward for me. But I'll just. Okay, tickets start at $10 online. Or you can buy them at the door for $18. Dollars. Start time is 7.45 p.m. And the place is called Sour Mouse. <laughs> Don't know why. Don't ask. <laughs> Yo. So it's located at 110 Delancey Street in Manhattan, New York. So... You probably know how to get to Delancey Street by now. Um, of course, the B, the D, um, whatever train lines um goes there. You, I, I would say you would have to look. You would have to look up the which train lines will lead you to um Delancey Street. So, um, so there you go. So there you go. Um, fun things to do in New York City. There you go. And um, I think that's going to do it, man. I think that's going to do it. 
that's gonna do it for this for this episode 146. Um that's gonna do it for episode 146. And this is basically um this is basically titled Um So Hud. You like what you heard in today's episode, um, or any other previous episodes whatsoever, please feel free to show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is dollar sign capital G lowercase M O N E Y capital S lowercase T A C K Z 555. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank, folks. It's all about doing the best you can on whatever amount of money you are comfortable with. Whether it's two dollars, whether it's five dollars, whether it's a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, um, whatever amount you decide, um, will be appreciated. Um, and you know another another way you can also donate to Anchor, um, as well. So there's two ways you could do this anyway. But anyway, so um, so yeah, that's gonna really do it. So um. Let me get to um I'm not gonna have time to get to um um I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna have time to get to podcasts on free game mechanisms today, but I'll get to that next time whenever I go on the air. So um so our last segment of the fucking night is going to be um it's going to be Stream choices on the go. Make sure you follow me on on Instagram as well. So um follow the show, which is which is off the meat rat chains New York podcast. Um alongside with my other shows, excellent fun vibrant podcast. I just did the 25th episode um yesterday because I didn't get a chance to record. Um, this past Sunday, um, I am going to do a little experiment by recording on Sundays and Tuesdays so I could push this uh, sports podcast up. So there you go right there. Um, you can also follow my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, as well as myself, which is um, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. And also, um, and also I haven't been on 17 Live in a long time, but you could also follow me at... Um, at G Money Stacks Queens, New York, on there. I don't know when I'm gonna be back there, so we'll see if we'll see what happens, though. So you know, so there you go, right there. Um, I am going to go over where you can listen to the podcast episodes and stuff. So here we go. Um, here we go. So we're gonna get into where you can listen. Um, I'll get to it. And by the way, you can leave a voice message if you have any if you have any questions, any any thoughts and talks of what you thought about the topics, any topic ideas or whatever. You can leave a voice message on there on anchor.fm slash gmoneystacks, which is in the link in bio where it says link tree slash gmoneystacks 555. You're going to see the name of the show off the meat rat chains, New York podcast. Um, you click on there, you're going to see the word message on there. You can leave your voice message on there as well. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, um, you can DM me at gmoneystacks555 in Queens, New York, whether you want to be a guest co-host with me and chiming on some topics and stuff. 
um, you know, have have conversations with me about about um about music, about what's going on in hip hop, um, all that other all that other stuff. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, um, <clears throat> so yeah, listen, you can listen to the episodes of the New York podcast is on Anchor, Audacity, Audible, um, Audio Burst, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Play FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podopolo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Podchaser, Podfriend, and Spotify as well. Five stars will be appreciated. Um, You can also listen to the episodes on Radio Public. Don't forget to listen to Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcast. Alongside with my other shows, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Sports Edition Show, and of course, um, Meticulous Vodges Podcast as well. Make sure you follow that as well. And last but not least, the YouTube. Make sure you grab that subscribe button, tap that noti noti bell so you'll be reminded when the show goes on the air via live stream. More um, updates on uploads and postings to the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks 555. Um, leave a like and a comment along with the episodes. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Uh, and please download these episodes. Um, what is your favorite? Whatever. Download these episodes. It's very important that this show um, continues to grow. So you basically, when you do that, you're basically showing me some love right here. So I really appreciate you. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, you can also um, share the videos, share the episodes, tell a friend to another friend, and you can also share the podcast along with the link that says Linktree slash GMoneyStacks555 with all the audio streaming platforms that I just mentioned just now. Um, with your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, um, your friends, and the people that you're cool with, that you work with from work and your career and stuff. So there you go right there. Um, so so check this out, though, man. That's going to do it for me right here. I'm G-Money Stacks. Um, remember, the grind does not stop. Hard work pays off. So... So there is no um shortcuts to um fast fast easy money. So there is no shortcut. So um make sure you follow your dreams. Don't let anybody stop you from doing what you what you love that makes you happy. And and you know, you know, like I always say, mental health matters. Um especially um Especially, um, you matter, folks, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And and for those of you who are interested in making a podcast, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to get to the segment of podcast free game uh, mechanisms, but I'll say this real quick though. Um, 
Um, of course, you're going to need a few key things. You're going to need headphones. You're going to need a microphone. Doesn't have to be anything too expensive. Um, you can get um, you can get the microphones, especially the Yeti microphones or the Voxcon A800 model that I'm using um, at your local stores like like um, your Best Buys, your Targets. Um, you have Amazon online and then you have Walmart as well. So there you go right there. And of course you need a laptop and along with um, StreamYard as a support supporting software for your YouTube um, live streams and stuff. And that way you can set your accounts there, um, connect your YouTube channels, your Facebook, your Twitches, um, LinkedIn's. I don't even use LinkedIn. So there you go right there. So, um, so I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in and rocking with me. I appreciate every single one of you. And I, there's going to be more new topics, more new episodes, whatsoever. Tune in next time where I talk about Mike Tyson, who gives a person on a plane a knuckle sandwich extra crispy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm off this shit. I gotta watch a best baseball game. I hope you, I hope you folks out there, um, enjoy the rest of the rest of your, the rest of the day. Um, I'll be back tomorrow, and I'll be back on Saturday as well because I'm not gonna be able to do it on Friday because I'm going to be working. So you know what I'm saying. So. So take care of one another, man. Look out for one another. Reach out to one another and stuff like that. Cause you never know when somebody might be going through something and shit like that. So, you know, you know, don't assume a person is fine. Um, don't be afraid to ask. Um, and have confidence in yourself. Peace and one love. Have yourselves a good night, folks. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z-N-Y. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. 
alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.